Welcome back to another Third Act Saviors, a podcast where we take a bad movie and fix it by changing only the third act. I'm your co-host, Michael Fromm. I'm your co-host, Daniel Kinnaman. I am also a co-host named Jacob Kuykendall. We have a great movie for you today. Uh, probably, actually, I was going to be funny and make fun of it a lot, but it wasn't that bad. Okay, I had no idea what this movie was at all uh, when I pressed play on it. Uh, Project Power <laughs> is the most vague name <laughs> possible. <laughs> and I still don't know why it's called Project Power. And not just power? Well, because it's about it's about the Project Power. They say it in the movie. <laughs> uh this is bright 2.0 uh in yeah. like every possible way it's a new netflix mm-hmm. original uh gritty crime fantasy superhero action flick starring everyone's favorite uh jamie fox and joseph gordon levitt yeah <laughs> i got a lot of thoughts but i was like no no we should talk about the movie first it beats bright in every regard especially it's, yeah. a, it's much less racist that's true i will <laughs> yeah. say all the fantasy magical powers in this highly boring more exciting and bright yeah, yeah. one guy has stretchy limbs <laughs> in the most mundane possible way also the bone yeah. guy that just seems impractical but i guess yeah. it worked out impractically for him this, yeah. this freaking movie i'm gonna skip ahead do here. it they uh, they're like look at all these exciting powers every everyone has and then at one point in the movie there's like a presentation that they give like it's a sales <laughs> pitch in the yeah. movie where they're like look at all the possibilities of powers you could have and then they just show you every power that you will see for the entire rest of the movie mm-hmm. it's like a checklist and so you're not surprised by anything for the entire rest also <laughs> were i the person buying the product the demonstration power that they gave me which was random they chose random power right which seems yeah. like not the smartest way to do a presentation no, yeah uh, Lucky she didn't yeah blow up. also really boring power like oops yeah. we really have to control the situation and it doesn't have much practical use we'll buy our buy our drugs yeah it is very much the early access of superpowered drugs of like you're getting in early so that later when it's good you've paid less money yes it's the coolest coolers of uh shitty evil plans you guys remember the coolest patreon (laughs) yeah as a cooler with a margarita mixer in it Uh, so we open on a wide shot of the city of New Orleans as a menacing truck drives to an abandoned airport and a, mm-hmm. you know, awesome haircutted mustachioed man opens up his truck and says, hello, assembled drug dealers. I've gathered you here today for a free lunch. That's right. Also, I want to say that uh, my wife and I, she's like, I'll watch the movie with you. And we started it up. It starts off with this big, like, uh, dark screen picture of a scary boat and a truck and uh, scary music. Very serious. And she's mm-hmm. like, can we watch a Parks and Rec? And so we watched two episodes of Parks, <laughs> Parks and Rec before she was just like, all right, now I'm out of here. <laughs> Bye. Uh, I really feel like she made out well with this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Katrina watched about a half an hour of it and then made us dinner and then i was like can i just fast forward through the parts i've already seen and she said yeah whatever Mm -hmm. because i'd watched half of it at 
at a at a cabin a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, uh, he says to these assembled drug dealers, "I have a deal for you. You take these drugs and distribute them, and we won't charge you anything. You just make all the money." And they say, oh, "I seems too good to be true." One of the drug dealers says. And the guy says, the leader of the drug dealers, Newt, Newt. And he says, that's because it is. And then Newt says, my name's Newt, just randomly for no reason at all. Played by Machine Gun Kelly. Is that Machine Gun Kelly? That that is Machine Gun Kelly. Did you notice that the douchebag on the motorcycle was the famous YouTuber Casey Neistat? Oh, Oh, no, I didn't. Yeah. And I don't know know who that is. Me either. But one of the people I was watching it with was like, is that Casey Neistat? I watched his review of the DJI Phantom drone. (laughs) (laughs) So they had a lot of money for a cast and they hired Jamie Foxx and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And then they're like, whoops, out of money. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Will you do it for $20,000 and all the craft services you can eat? (laughs) And they go, yes, yes, please. Hey, uh, on Instagram, do you guys only get shown videos of people making uh, tables out of epoxy? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not the one I get. Okay, that is all I get. I get uh, epoxy tables, and I get people dribbling paint on a canvas in various ways, oh. and then they shake mm. it weird, and it makes like a cloud or something. Uh, I also get this cat. Uh, this cat was reunited with his owner after 15 years uh, or something. Oh, yeah, and then I cry and cry and cry. I get a very nasty mix of political ads, which lately have gone an equal distribution of Joe Biden and Donald Trump. And then these really wild pandemic themed ads that are like, these are the sh- literally these are the shorts of COVID. And it's like. A picture of somebody wearing cargo shorts with the title, I haven't had sex in nine months by these shorts. What? I'm not joking. That is not a joke at all. That is the ads I get, and they are so strange. Or like, here's a mask that you can buy that's huh. better than other masks. Brings us to this week's sponsor, MeUndies. <laughs> Every uh, clothing brand that I have purchased from in the past five years has been like, buy our mask now, please. Please help us. Anywho, the movie cuts six weeks later. Yeah, we were introduced to, to me, what was a very confusing scene of uh, our main character named Robin. uh, Yeah. Teenage black girl who's a drug dealer. But then everybody in the first scene is calling her Bird. And I was like, is her name Bird? Are they calling for someone named Bird? And she's she's following them. made no sense to me it still makes no sense to me her Um, name's robin yeah Uh, which is confusing because joseph gordon levitt is a cop in this movie just like he was in batman when he was secretly also a robin (laughs) yeah that's right i guess i was confused because there are these we see these teens calling out for bird uh and then robin who i don't think we know his name robin yet sneaks up on them like she's gonna mug them and then they're yeah. like, oh, we want to buy drugs from you. And then later in the movie, like 10 minutes later, they explain her name is Robin and she sells drugs. So I'm not sure why she was trying to mug these teens who were trying to buy drugs from her. Yeah, it's uh, I was very confused by this until I rewound it and rewatched it. Also, this is all happening in an abandoned carnival. <laughs> oh, was yeah. it an abandoned, abandoned carnival? Abandoned house. 
Yeah, I mean, everything in this movie is completely covered in graffiti, at least in the first part, while they're trying to be cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very stylized. Oh, my God. <laughs> Till they give up. I hate yes, I, I right. hate a lot of the style of this movie. Uh, so I, for me, what that was was a, a, a different understanding of what a drug deal looks like than in my experience. Uh, yeah. In my experience, a drug deal is much more like Pineapple Express, where you go to some random weirdo's house and you watch a couple episodes of golden girls uh and you make awkward small talk and then you say cool i'll see you in two months when i run out uh but it's this is similar to how we record this podcast yeah. without the drugs <laughs> exactly it's it's very much like this uh whereas this is my was like you know she's got a i, I think bird is like her drug dealer name yeah, you gotta have a handle. And What's your guys' drug dealer name? <laughs> well, it has to also be an emoji, so I think mine will just be syringe. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. My last name is Kinnaman, which sounds like cinnamon, so my drug dealer name is Spice. Oh, I love it. I'm assuming there's like a salt shaker emoji or something, you're, or pepper grinder. You're gonna get a, you're gonna get like just text from Dune tattooed on you, right? Yeah, hell yeah. And I'm gonna have one tooth made of cyanide. <laughs> bite down if need be. don't forget which one that is by the way Ooh, jawbreakers thank you <laughs> uh in college we all gave ourselves uh american gladiator names but like you Ooh. know ones that best reflected us and i went with flapjack mm-hmm. so that'll be my drug dealer name because i love <laughs> a stack nice. of pancakes okay oh, okay flapjack <laughs> isn't it it's a little messed up that they named the deaf gladiator siren right <laughs> a little bit <laughs> yeah. i didn't know you that siren knew that was his nickname <laughs> i mean it was a lady is like and don't forget she can't hear <laughs> <laughs> by the way you remember sorry this is totally getting away from the uh movie but do you remember when there was the writer's strike and they brought back american gladiators again hell yeah they should do that again for the pandemic Come on, just bubble those bad boys. I will watch any show with a uh, pneumatic tennis ball cannon, no matter what it is. That's right. I'll watch it. I'll watch it and dream of firing it. Yeah. Oh, oh it looks so good. I'd be such a better shot than that guy. <laughs> I live on the third floor of a condo apartment, and all my uh, all the people that live below me are about to become gladiator contestants. <laughs> if you can get up here and take this flag from me without getting hit by a tennis ball, I just pictured you'll be king of the condo. I just pictured Daniel. Oh, Bob's going for his mail again. Oh, I hope he's got a package so he has to open a second box. Dunk. <laughs> you up there in your onesie <laughs> yeah that's right. my american flag onesie i'm uh, sorry a singlet oh yeah oh yes we should say robin is introduced rapping oh First yeah oh, i forgot that she was rapping she's rapping about power the drug that she's selling uh mm-hmm. yes these teens that are approaching her decide they're going to just rob her of her pills and she's like kind of half fighting them, half getting robbed when a dirt bike rolls up on them and off hops young hot headed cop Joseph Gordon Levitt, who immediately points a gun at all four of them, these children, uh, which true to life. <laughs> and uh, immediately. Don't worry. He's the good kind of cop. You he's find the good out. kind of cop. Yeah. Yeah. And he kind he's of got drugs. 
Yeah, he's a good kind of guy who's got principles and does drugs and immediately pulses peace. He needs the boost. Any situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, you you guys buying these drugs shouldn't do these drugs, and he gives us a lowdown on what the drugs do. One pill oh, yeah. gives you five minutes of superpowers, but you don't know what superpower you have. That's locked in your DNA, and you can't know until you eat the pill. Some powers are great, but some powers immediately kill you, and or you could just explode. And they're all based off of animals, except for when they kind of aren't. And we kind of, they only kind of come around to the animal thing like halfway through the movie, and I was like, huh? They talk about it a little bit at the beginning, where it's like the rare porcupine can break its break its skeleton to make it into weapons, and this one yeah. frog's invisible. They should have not had animals mentioned at all. They really mm-hmm. constricted themselves. Yeah, they like a boa might. They could have just <laughs> they could have just had any like. We all know what superpowers are. We've been watching those movies four times a year. <laughs> whoa, the- whoa, whoa, whoa. Back up. <laughs> Someone can fly? Bullshit. No animal can fly. <laughs> Impossible. <laughs> You're telling me that if I take this pill, I can have double jointed shoulders? <laughs> or die? Sign me up. Uh, yeah. All- you know, all those animals that blow up. Oh, we'll get to that. <laughs> also, the pills cost $500 a pop. And they come on like one of those bases that your D and D miniatures stand on, and yeah. I don't know mm-hmm. why it has all the extra packaging. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, well, it's a hero clicks. So <laughs> after you take your drugs, you can fight them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have a lot of questions about the uh, economics of this because Newt got his drugs for free, and then he's selling them. I guess to Robin for $300 a pop or then she sells them for $500 or he gives them to her for free. Like I'm not exactly sure where the money comes into this process, but also why would you want to do these drugs? If you're just like Joe Schmo, like why do you yeah. want superpowers for five minutes? Like I think dr- you usually like drugs cause they're, you're addicted to them. Yeah. <laughs> they make or, you feel you good. need to do them. I mean, I get it. You know, everyone wants to know what Harry Potter house they're in. Uh, what if you, mm-hmm. you know, you got to figure out exactly what BuzzFeed superpower it'll give you. Yeah. Are you uh, Ravenclaw, Gryffindor, Slytherin, or do you blow up and die? <laughs> Is Hufflepuff the blow up and die house? Yes. You're a squib or whatever. <laughs> I, well, part of me makes me think that I, I guess if you wanted superpowers, because as far as I can tell from this movie, the only thing you can do with superpowers is commit crimes. So mm-hmm. you'd need to buy at least two pills, one to see what your power is. And then if it's a good power, the other one to go use to commit a crime. If you don't blow up or hey, you could live in the moment and be like, I'm about to commit a crime. I don't know what crime, but I'm about to commit one and I'm going to see what power I just get. To help me do that. Hope yeah. I don't freeze to death. You gotta plan the crime, though, right? That's my issue, is that we see a crime pretty immediately, and I think it's one of the worst powers for the type of crime that they're doing. <laughs> oh, yeah. The chameleon guy. The chameleon bank robber? <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, there's an example of exactly what we're talking about, because in the scene that we're on, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is like, or a.k.a. Frank, is like, Hey, everyone, get out of here. I'm going to arrest you. And one of the guys is like, oh, no, a cop. And he's about to commit the crime of killing a a cop by putting a pill in his mouth (laughs) and finding out what power he gets. 
But Joseph Gordon-Levitt is like, well, you might blow up if you do that. And the guy hesitates and he snatches the pill from him. Yeah. I won't shoot you, but I will tell you that if you do the drug, you might die. So that threat should be enough to get you to not do the pill. Yeah. Uh, he pre- he pretends he's going to arrest Robin, our drug dealer, and says, the other three, skedaddle. Uh, and then he proceeds to not arrest her and instead buy a, buy a pill from her. Um, and it gives her a motorcycle, gives her a motorcycle because he's a cop and she's his, I guess, informant, but also drug dealer. But he's yeah, also yeah. a father figure or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, stay in school now. Sell me some drugs. Yeah. Here's a motorcycle. <laughs> you got to support small businesses. This is where I'm proposing my remake of this movie, where instead of powers, a special drug that gives you superpowers, it's just marijuana. And Joseph Gordon-Levitt is the cool cop who has to get really stoned before he can, like, break up a bank robbery. <laughs> He's like yeah. waving his other fellow police officers to leave. So he gets his chance to get really stoned before he runs into the building. It's just like house, but the, the, the cop show. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He's like the stoner character in uh, cabin in the woods. It gets like weed superpowers or whatever. <laughs> that's, that's right. I'm a good cop, but only when I'm drunk. He's, he's the weed Popeye. Yeah, yeah that's exactly weed Popeye. <laughs> all right so we follow robin back to her house uh she lives with her mother and is but a young school child uh and is helping uh her mother in impoverished circumstances uh, her mom's sick with at this point indeterminate reasons and she says Mom, we don't have any food or money, but I will make sure to buy soup on my way home. Uh, here's oh, uh, uh, this soup is a running gag for some reason. <laughs> the soup is the real mulligan of the piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, and is that the right word? No, uh, mom, wait, we don't. MacGuffin. Mom, we don't have any food or money except for the five hundred dollars and free motorcycle I just got. Yeah, we could sell the motorcycle, <laughs> and I could get a soup. nope uh so she says we'll get soup on the way home uh and she leaves for school do we go straight to school after that or do we go to a we see jamie fox briefly according to my notes he is in a he's driving to new orleans i think and he's got like bandages on and stuff and he pulls out a little a bloody note that says something about finding newt in new orleans so we go to Newt's house, uh, and Jamie Foxx is there, and we don't know who he is yet, but he pulls mm-hmm. up in a beat-up old truck, and he goes and he knocks on, on the door, and they have a confrontation. Who is it? Uh, it's, I'm looking for Newt. I don't tell me who this is. And Newt I'm opens the, the door major. I'm the major. Thank you. And Newt opens the yeah. door with his gun drawn and the chain closed, and... Jamie Foxx says, listen, you can call the guy that sent me and he can tell you that he sent me. I just need to you to trust me. And he says, I'm going to go make that call. And Jamie Foxx uses a shoelace to undo the chain. Bursts mm-hmm. in the room with a sawed off shotgun and starts hunting down Newt. 
And also, this hotel room is extremely awesome. What what what's in there? A sixteen bit video games mm-hmm. and a live crocodile. Yeah, <laughs> I had a moment here where I was like, there are like whole chunks of this building missing, and I was like, wow, what mm-hmm. a cool choice because like we hear earlier in the movie, like on the radio, all these rumors and like police reports of like, oh, a guy with super strength punched down a building. So we hear, and I was like, wow, this this building's all destroyed. How what an interesting like piece of set dressing that like the last six days of superheroes have like left this city in ruins. No, later they're just like, yeah, the newt, a rich drug dealer, lives in a half of a hotel. Yeah, it's like a hotel with just entire walls missing. Was it just a hotel? I thought it was, you know, like a like a project area. I thought it was like a. It, it almost reminded me of the place where the Candyman lives in Candyman, right? Yeah, it reminds me yeah. exactly uh. of the Candyman projects. Uh, but Newt sells free drugs that he received for $500 a pop. So I kind of hope he's making the money he could put a deposit down somewhere better. Yeah, he also <laughs> seems like he's using, though. He's high on his own supply. He's high on his own supply. Uh, And his power, we learn, after uh, Jamie Foxx's character, the Major, does not subdue him quickly enough, is he's a human torch. And it looks like that power is taking a toll on his body outside of this because even before he takes it, he's got, like, burn marks all over his face. And his, like, half his hair is missing. Him on fire, he eventually catches on fire, Looks extremely cool, does not seem useful at all. Yeah, that's the part where I'm unclear about the high on his own supply. Follow-up question, which animal is that? <laughs> <laughs> well, later, yeah, this this rules. He, he lights on fire. Later in the movie, they're like, so all the animals are, or all the powers are, come from your DNA, and that includes all the animals that are out there. So you could have squid powers or shrimp and powers. And you're seeing a squid we'll and you're to. seeing a shrimp. Yeah. yeah. Or this frog breaks its bones and uses it to stab people. Or thermal regulation. And then they show Newt on fire as their example. Yeah. This is why I don't think he's been doing his own drugs, because uh doesn't seem to work out great for the place he lives. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he... I, I feel like he is doing his own drugs, because I feel like, even when it, with the gun held to Jamie Foxx, he does not look like he's doing good. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, he's got scars from burning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they have a big fight, and they're running around through this decrepit old house, uh, old apartment projects. Uh, they end up in uh, a lovely immigrant uh, stereotypes kitchen. Uh, she hits mm-hmm, him with yeah. a frying pan and says something like, get out of my kitchen but yeah uh then the first of two frying pan strikes that happen in this movie <laughs> real samwise gamgee of a film yeah uh and they proceed to spill out into the hallway where newt decides that he's gonna end this by taking three whole pills in one big go for some head. reason why How even though we know that it uh, yeah one pill lasts you five minutes so you might just time it out, you know, like a cool down, like in a video game. Yeah. Now he's really on fire, I guess. Yeah. Now he's Ex- super on fire. Hot. And super spicy. Jamie Foxx finds a, an abandoned bathroom or an unused bathroom 
turns on the shower, gets a blanket all wet, and just waits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will admit, I kind of like this fight scene. This is it was the best the fight scene the in the movie. movie. Where I was like, yeah, I was like, this is fun. Like, I liked it. I expected Jamie Foxx would pull out his own powers, and when he didn't, I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. He's like trying to outsmart this guy. Yeah, yeah, I assumed that we wouldn't see the hero's powers until the end, and I was half right. Uh, yeah. but it turns out Joseph Gordon-Levitt just is doing drugs the whole time, which I did was not anticipating <laughs> yeah. at this point. No. Newt walks in the bathroom, gets wrapped up in a wet blanket, pulled into a bathtub, and is like mm-hmm. half waterboarded while Jamie Foxx is looking for the source of power. Mm-hmm. Uh, Newt says, you gotta find Biggie, and then immediately explodes, which is what happens when you OD on power. Apparently. Apparently. Jamie at least, Fox at least gets to knocked Newt. out. There's a guy later in the movie that takes one pill, presumably for the first time, which is weird because he works for, like, the pill-selling organization and just blows up after one. So yeah. maybe he, maybe, like, you know, a whole lot of fire is an explosion and that's why he blew up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, uh, there's so many unclear things about everything and the way powers work and the way the drugs work in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, like the bone guy, what happens when his five minutes is up? Ow! <laughs> he just dies. He yeah. Just Ooh, I gotta go to the doctor to get these cut off again. Ow! <laughs> gotta get that strong guy. Use his power to break him off. Yeah. Uh, I think that they should have not tried to tie this to science at all. No. No. But it's whatever. a drug that gives you superpowers. Yeah. We all get it. They had to make it all gritty and, you know. Daniel, back me up here. I mean, this is season three of My Hero Academia. This is the oh, first yeah. act of that show of the, oh, yeah. yep. the little kid <laughs> who's got the source of powers that they are harvesting from. I was like, I've yeah. seen this. Oh. Hell yeah, you're right. This <laughs> you just blew block. Daniel's mind. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Daniel's going to sue Netflix be fair, she, has unpa- she has anti-powers, whereas in this uh, yeah. movie they have powers, but yeah, nonetheless. Okay. Uh, that rules. Where's All Might, goddammit? That's <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> Jimmy Fox also manages to get Newt's cell phone in the struggle and mm-hmm. sees in his text conversations a conversation with the name, like, money sign, bird face money sign, and it's yeah, just right. the emoji, the pill emoji over and over and over again. Uh, all of his text conversations are all emojis, and all his contact names are all emojis. It's really it's like code. what I think parents think teens are doing with their phones. Yeah. It's a rainbow party. You can tell because of the rainbow emoji and then the little, like, uh, fireworks emoji. The popper. The party popper. <laughs> the party popper. That's what I was thinking of. Uh, and he proceeds to uh, have a conversation with what we discover is Newt's cousin, Robin, uh, as she mm-hmm. is in class. She's asking for uh, a meetup so she can re-up on her source of power to sell it. And Jamie Foxx says, where and when? He responds with, yeah. or she responds with the church emoji and the chicken emoji. And uh, oh, how am I going to crack this code? How am I going to crack this code? <laughs> and he says, "When?" And she says, "The normal time." Uh, and then we cut to her teacher, who proceeds to say, 
You, dear Robin, apparently believe school is but a humdrum occasion with nothing of value. I hope you have a plan for your life, my dear. And Oh, yeah, he uh, is exactly the dad from that Twisted Sister video. <laughs> <laughs> Turn down that rock and roll music! Yeah, what... What are you gonna do with your life? And she says, "I want to rap." Her friend uh, says she wants to rap. Yeah, and That's he right. says, "Well, you give me a rap now, and you gotta see." And then we get a fun like rap where rap, she, I'd say. where she takes him down a peg. But we really learn that it was just a fantasy all along, and she doesn't have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, she has too much stage fright to actually do it, so she ends up. Leaving the classroom in shame. Uh, we cut to Jamie Foxx, who immediately Terrible. goes to church's chicken and just kind of hangs out there all day because he doesn't know when the normal time mm-hmm. is. Here's my question. That's a chain restaurant. There's got to <laughs> be multiple church's uh-huh. chickens in New Orleans, Louisiana. Oh, yeah. Well, not yeah. a good code. Not a good code at all. This is where I'm like, this is where the emoji code breaks down if the... Church's chicken code is a picture of a church and a picture of a chicken. Yeah. Yeah. It's a church chicken, uh, the at symbol, and then uh, 142nd Street. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he waits there all day. She arrives uh, at night. Oh. We, we got a cut. There's a very important scene. Uh, oh, we you're right. to Frank driving up to a bank robbery in progress i think i'm not exactly sure if they establish what's going on where they've been there's like a security guard outside who's like i don't know what happened it's like a ghost robbed the bank (laughs) (laughs) also we get our first establishment of a plot point that made no sense to me later where the feds have come to shut down the local police and uh law enforcement of the bank robbery yeah, appara- why how that all works really unclear. Oh. Apparently, I mean they explain it, but it's dumb. Apparently, yeah. anytime any crime happens th- with a power involved, the suits immediately show up in order to stop any local law enforcement from really getting like confirmation of a superpower drug. Or Seems yeah. hard to manage since we see multiple people describing seeing people with superpowers. We see a man with superpowers running down the street, fighting another man with superpowers in broad daylight. I uh, I think what the goal is to keep these people from getting arrested because, as it's revealed, they're like test subjects. And so they want them out in the wild, not locked up. We need to see what these drugs do. Over the long term. Are these feds working with our boat people? This yeah. This is the same group? Uh, so th- the federal government wants to make your... Wait, hold on. Let me think about this. <laughs> yeah, let me, let me tell <laughs> you. Go- later we find out it is the federal government working with the corporation Alios working with criminals. It is the yeah. rare movie where the villain is criminals. It's organized crime plus the big business plus the federal government. <laughs> yeah. They got all yeah, of them fe- at once it's like uh, does the federal government want to be able to make super soldiers because then the company's selling it for so the, it's selling head. it to people who want to destabilize the world yeah there's no way any of this makes sense even with yeah. the le- smallest bit of scrutiny i definitely thought it was some sort 
Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I I assumed at the end. So at some point, we're, we might be missing it. We go to a hotel room where our mustachioed source of power is talking to a woman in a in a very smart uh, pantsuit. And he's like, the the diplomats from South America will arrive shortly and they'll learn that they're following the most powerful woman in the world. And so I'm like, oh, this yeah. is going to be some sort of senator or something. But mm-hmm. then at the end, nah, she's just a scientist. And I guess she's in charge. I have to I say, guess? I think that if I was running a enormous worldwide criminal conspiracy that also involves the government to test this drug on people surreptitiously i'd be really careful not to have one of my drug dealers just sell this to a police officer who's talking to his police captain about how he's doing the drugs that give him superpowers seems like maybe that's not that much undercover if you can just go to the drug dealer and say one superpower pill please doesn't seem like it's all that sneaky i don't even think they're trying to be sneaky i don't know well i have no idea what their plan is because uh, yeah, I I don't know. We'll we'll get we'll argue about this later. But we have to talk about the fun chameleon man that runs down the street nude holding two bags. Yeah, this guy has two superpowers. One is that he is nearly invisible because of his chameleon powers, and number two, his penis disappears. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, his whole body like can uh, change colors to match what's around him, but you know you can still see him because it doesn't update fast enough. Except for his penis, that thing completely invisible <laughs> disappears. I really like uh, Dr. Manhattan in The Watchmen. That penis, when he wants it gone, it's gone. That's right. But first, before he enters the building, even though he's not supposed to because the feds have asked all police to not, Joseph Mm -hmm. Gordon-Levitt pops the pill that he has taken earlier, and we see, like, the jelly in his eyeballs turn to, like, rock or something. But only up close. He gets gator skin. You see... Uh, every time someone takes a pill, you get a really cool computer animated, you know, the scene in the Fast and the Furious where you go through the engine. It's that, but for biology, mm-hmm. uh, his nose turns on. It looks it's like cool. he's gator skin or something. Uh, he enters the building and, uh, all of the, all of the staff of the bank are tied up and he's like, where could they possibly be? And he walks past the painting that's really elaborate and then suddenly, part a man-shaped part of the painting starts moving, knocks him out, and makes a run for it. And then we see our chameleon man, and it's just the dumbest thing in the world because he's like, yeah. every, I feel like everyone would see him. There's no way he would yeah. be hiding. Oh yeah, he he's only invisible if he's completely stationary because you just watch him like run down the street as like the texture kind of updates. <laughs> like it looks cool, but yeah. it doesn't look yeah. useful. He's the I guess he totally gets caught. At no point is he, he's invisible one time when Joseph Gordon-Levitt like walks past yeah, him. Yeah, it's the only time he's actually <laughs> invisible. I would say I would claim the Predator is more invisible than this guy he is. is. Yes. <laughs> I also like this is not a plot hole because I can write off that like, OK, this guy's I don't know. He's doing drugs and he wants to rob, steal money or whatever. Um, but I do like that this guy's plan is I'm going to rob a bank in five minutes while nude. And when this goes wrong, he just executes a police officer in front of all of the other police officers who have their guns drawn. <laughs> also, so yeah, he, he, Joseph Gordon-Levitt chase, chases him. They jump through a window and Joseph Gordon-Levitt loses his gun. The chameleon man picks it up, 
shoots him square in the temple while surrounded by police officers. We get that fun slow motion shot of Joseph Gordon-Levitt being fine because he's taken his bulletproof pills. Yeah. And, uh, but he lays on the ground a little unconscious for like five seconds. And yeah. all of these police officers who have this man surrounded are shooting actively and none of them ever hit this guy. Yeah. yeah he shoots. Doesn't Joseph Gordon-Levitt's partner get killed here? And he gets you just shot, never again but never, he, he doesn't get killed. He gets shot, but not killed. Oh, okay. I was and also then, confused later because Joseph Gordon-Levitt and this nude chameleon man have like a fist fight. And Joseph Gordon-Levitt punches him and misses and he hits so hard that he punches a hole through the concrete. And I was yeah, like, I thought he okay. also got he super takes strength. The, yeah, I thought so too. In fact, you see him punch through the ground, but then later he's like, no. Just bulletproof. I'm just really strong, oh. I guess. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he's like beating this guy senseless, and I thought he had like some sort of super strength too, but we never see it again, or it's never mentioned no. again. It's one yeah. time. Uh, he tackles the man and punches him to death, not to death, and then immediately gets like chewed out by his captain. But I think he's we like, kept. Yeah. You shouldn't else be doing now. drugs on the job. Yeah, you shouldn't be doing drugs on the job. And he says, but it's my city. And if they're going to bring their drugs here, I'm going to do them because that's the kind of cop I am. The captain says, here, here's a picture of the guy that you need to get in order to prove that you're an actual good cop. And it's Jamie Foxx, and he's the source of all of these drugs. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, extremely weirdly, this is the weirdest thing on earth. He's like, you're fired. And he's like, what? Come on. He's like, okay, if you catch this guy and he slides him (laughs) his hat, uh, his baseball hat he's wearing, and it's full of clues. (laughs) I'm assuming every cop keeps all their clues in their hat. Also, follow up question to you, to to you, Daniel, again. If the captain Mm -hmm. knows that the source of power comes from Jamie Foxx, again, not really undercover, is it? (laughs) Not that secret. They know. Not only the powers exist, but like details of how they were created. Wrong details. I don't think anyone wants anything to be secret beyond who's doing it. Uh, And I think that the captain was lied to by his fed handlers saying this is enemy number one, when in reality he is just uh, a problem that they need eliminated or captured or whatever. So they're like, yeah, they'll light all the cops. The ultimate pistol shrimp. Yes, that's right. <laughs> the the most lethal animal. Too mm-hmm. powerful. That's right. Uh, we cut back to Church's Chicken, and uh, it's nighttime now, and Robin arrives texting Newt, looking for him to get re-upped on her uh, power. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jamie Foxx sees that it's her and immediately leaves, slashes her bike tires, and then magically knows exactly which way she'd walk home so he can leave his truck exposed under an overpass with the trunk open and when she passed maybe maybe newt had find my friends on that would solve a lot of (laughs) issues here (laughs) a lot of plot issues yeah so he uh kind of brutally kidnaps robin and then basically says i'm gonna kill you and i'm gonna kill your mother if you don't tell me who your source is and i've already killed your cousin yeah. Um, and she's terrified, but eventually says, okay, I have this number to call in case of emergencies. 
Um, so he says, okay, you, you call your special number and we're going to take me to the source or, you know, up the chain and we'll, we'll see what happens. I won't murder anybody. Uh, all the while, while this is happening, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is trying to contact Robin because he needs more pills if he's going to hunt down the pill creator. Mm-hmm. And she is managing to at least text him uh, Helb or Hecp. <laughs> I forget what. Hecp. Hecp. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know what? At this point in the movie, I was like, this movie's pretty good. This yeah. is cool. I'm and good uh, I especially like the way that they set up like the independent connections that all the characters have. Mm-hmm. Like they all, it's a triangle and they all got links together yeah. outside of each other and i thought that, that was neat it is neat it was fun it is actually this is like yeah. a fun movie i would say all the way through oh. but the plot just like kind of peters out about a 45 minutes before the end and then mm-hmm. that's it well they really decide by the end that the five minute timer doesn't matter anymore no yeah. just decide that rule uh, let's throw it away for the fun. last sequence here and also, uh, the thing that really made it fall flat is that it's a movie called Project Power, and they talk a lot about who holds the power in society, which is a very, you know, topical issue these days. Oh, yeah. And they do, ab- like, metaphorically, do absolutely nothing with that. It's just like, no, superpowers, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no <laughs> us versus them mentality, basically, at all. They establish early on, like, there's a, a bunch of conversations about, like, Robin, who's our hero is getting bad grades in school, but she has to support her mom and she wants to be a rap star, but she's selling drugs to make ends meet. And her and Jamie Foxx have this conversation about power. And it's like, wow, that'll be interesting. And then the last in the movie is like, and what if she wasn't in the last scene and everyone got into a big fist fight and all the bad guys died? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the emergency phone call uh, leads her to a uh, Asian supermarket on the outskirts of town. She's supposed to go to the butcher mm-hmm. section and ask for alligator wine as the code. Uh, oh, let me break in here real briefly, just because I'm looking at my notes. This is right before they do this. We cut away to there's an evil woman in a business suit who we later find out is like, I don't know, the CEO of Alios. And she's, she's just a doctor. To, <laughs> she's talking to the bearded drug man from earlier, and they're talking to a Latina woman, and it's in an also in a business suit and saying, "Ah, oh, we're going to have a demonstration of power. It'll make you the most powerful woman in South America." At which point, I crack up because, to I suppose a white american audience saying you'll be the most powerful woman in south america is probably meaningful but i feel like in real life you'd probably say the most powerful woman in whatever country you're from oh yeah (laughs) daniel you're gonna be the biggest podcaster in north america yeah suck it canadian podcasters (laughs) like you too mexico (laughs) i feel like you could probably either broaden that to the most powerful woman in the world or maybe he's mentioned yeah. wherever she's from we never find out <laughs> seemed weird seemed like an awkward statement uh yeah. they end up at the grocery store she asks for alligator wine jamie fox is following her uh mm-hmm. keeping a close tab and they end up in the back of the grocery store on one of the loading trucks and there's a guy there disguised as an office you don't know you're in a truck <laughs> yeah yeah 
It's just a really narrow office yeah. that could fit in a truck. <laughs> and uh, uh, she, she talks to her contact, who is a slimy businessman, basically. And he uh, is like, you wait here. I'll go deal with this. And he pops a pill, presses the five-minute button on his watch. Every per- smart person here has a watch that has a five-minute timer just queued up. Uh, Hell yeah. And he goes out, and Jimmy Fox immediately is there with like a pair of I don't know sewing scissors that he stole from the grocery store and he's like I'll use these to cut your head off if you don't tell me and then the guy proceeds to say uh, this is distribution Biggie's in sales and then the fight occurs uh, and yeah. it's kind of the most boring fight and that's not fair they're all this boring is when the boring fights Hannah. start yeah, yeah. all mm-hmm. the the rest of the fights are boring largely because they want to be super stylish so they don't actually show any of the fights this yeah. fight we see no. from inside the truck, and it's just Robin ducking every time a bullet goes through the truck. Yeah, they use almost an identical technique later on in the movie. <laughs> uh, it's cheap that very, way. Yeah, it's cheap. Yeah, I guess. Uh, it's very obnoxious. And also the format of this movie where uh, it, it's very video gamey. Where there's mm-hmm. so many fights that are just roadblocks for our main characters to get through, and they don't mean anything. And if they lost, then they would just be killed. There's like there's no consequences. It's mm-hmm. just like you know they're gonna win. You just have to wait until they're done. Yeah, they never take the five minutes it would take to set up some stakes of like, oh, this guy knows where Robin's mom is, so if they don't beat him up, there's some consequences to this. Instead, yeah. it's like. Oh, this guy's fighting us and he's got Wolverine powers. What's funny is that format, which already kind of sucks the fun out of this movie, is made even sillier by this five minute timer that everybody has. Because a lot of times I'm like, well, you just saw him take the pill. So if you just ran down the street for five minutes and then ran back, you could just shoot him. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You don't have to fight this guy for five minutes. Also, the guy in question in this scene, his powers are getting healed, which yeah. seems like it especially sucks on a five-minute time. <laughs> right. Yeah, because he gets shot. And it's also really confusing because he ends up fighting in like a gunfight four white dudes in black suits. One of them we know has taken a pill. The others just have guns. They all get shot, but I don't know which one is which ever. And then when the mm. fight's over... It cuts back to the first guy, and we see the bullets like pop out of his chest and it heals up. But at that point, the fight's yeah. over. Jamie Foxx finds the truck. He enters the truck. He finds a back room in the truck, which has a computer screen, a bunch of computer screens on it that are indecipherable yeah. to the human eye. Hell yeah. Classic like movie. Uh, computer user interface just blue images of faces and a like picture of the of the United States with dots on it. Jamie Foxx just looks at this wall of indecipherable blue images and says, "There's a demonstration tonight here," and he just points at the computer somewhere and he says, "I gotta get to that demonstration." <laughs> he also deduces from the screen, or maybe he already knew it, that the the pills have chips in them. Which yeah. send data to the government or whoever's running this about who you are and what your superpowers are. Yeah. And so he's like, this is a clinical trial and the the chips in the pills 
record the data that the government needs and that's why they want it distributed in the community yeah literally made this up as i went along sort of vibe to it yeah 10 minutes previous in this movie he's he says robin you're my mine rat you have to check and see if the mine will explode for me and then 10 minutes later after this fight he's like everyone in this city's a lab rat and i'm like a lot of rats in this Mm. okay Mm. Here we go. Uh, and then uh Jamie Foxx has been shot. Jamie Foxx has been shot. I think he yeah, he gets shot like through the shoulder. And they're trying to leave the store at this point. And now at this point, the guy who healed himself attacks him again, even though his timer like it's probably been fifteen minutes based on the amount of time that's happened, but it's yeah, movie easily. five minutes still. And his timer goes off just as Jamie Foxx is stabbing him to death. In the store. Mm-hmm. Also, the store is now empty somehow. Robin gets hit yeah. by the second pan. Uh, oh, second pan fight happened. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, damn. Did she get knocked out? And she's like, oh, she just shrugs off getting hit in the face with yeah. a frying pan. By and an adult. Uh, now they're about to leave the scene. Uh, but Jamie Foxx is too injured. And he says, you got to help me. You got to help me. I'm just looking for my daughter. And then I think we cut to... Joseph Gordon-Levitt is looking for Robin at uh, mm-hmm. her house, but he notices a spooky yeah. truck or van in the driveway and peeks through the window and sees two suited men harassing her mother. I like his plan that he has here. It's a real D&D plan. <laughs> yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was thinking it is exactly a stupid D&D plan that has the dungeon master rolling their eyes. Uh, but I like that it's... An, like, this movie is uh, takes itself very seriously, but then is also filled with stupid gags. Yeah. Uh, like, a lot of them. Like, in the grocery store, Jamie Foxx is trying to lay low, and then some guy comes up and says, Hey, man, can you tell me about this hot sauce? And he goes, I don't work here. Wow. <laughs> His plan is to sneak in through the bathroom window, get naked, and then leave the bathroom as if he is Robin's mother's lover, having <laughs> just showered. <laughs> And he's like, who are these cops? Have they offered, have they given you their badge numbers? What precinct are you from? Start live streaming them. Please start. Achoo, achoo. Is there a cat in here? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I thought you lived here, sir. Are you suggesting I couldn't live here because we're a multiracial couple? Do you want to say that to Facebook Live? Because that's what's happening right now. Here's where I think this movie makes it very clear to me that Joseph Gordon-Levitt who has been on, you know, when I grew up was on a big sitcom for many years is really funny and good at comedic timing and is completely unbelievable to me as a big tough guy who beats people up. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not, not a chance. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, not (laughs) Jamie Foxx. I'm like, Oh, he's really charming. And he can tell jokes and he's like pretty good action star. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Sorry, man. Not not for you. This and Looper, I'm like, can't do it. Oh, I haven't seen. I guess I only saw Looper the once. They at I least like make it, his. He's not good at it. They at least make his he's face great really makeup. ugly in it. Yeah, yeah, I like that to make him look more like ugly Bruce Willis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, his plan succeeds, but he takes the mother's cell phone and manages to duct tape it to the back of the truck. I don't know if this ever comes up again. But he does it. I think it does. Yes, he, it does. Okay. They, he uses it to yeah. reconnect with Jamie Foxx and Robin. At the end? Yeah. Okay. 
at the shipyard at the right? shipyard at the yeah. sales at the like sales expo. oh yeah that's right yes oh and then he okay. Robin there's later. a bad guy auction <laughs> and it's now i think to the grave auction and now yeah. i think we go to the cradle to the grave option right auction right or, uh, uh, no 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 there's a scene where jamie fox is at the vet re- is healed yeah. by at the vet by robin who yes. turns out to be good at this yeah, so her mom works for a veterinary clinic, which means she has learned how to sew people, or at least flesh up. Her mom mm-hmm. works for the veterinary clinic, is what yeah. she says. Yeah. Yes. But somehow in her life, she has learned the basics of first aid. and Well, my parents taught me all the skills that they use at work. <laughs> That's, yeah. Cell phone sales? <laughs> it was phone switches before Mm. cell phones uh this is where we get a long conversation between jamie fox and robin about who holds power in society and what you need to do which i found kind of funny in retrospect because he's like you know she's basically saying like i don't have any opportunities i want to be you know i want to rap professionally but right now i'm doing what i can which is sell drugs and he's like why don't you just join the army? And later we find out his experience in the army is horrible, which led him yeah. to where he is today. I'm like, probably not good advice. He's like murdering army people in this movie. <laughs> yeah, he was in the army, but due to experiments forced on him, he killed all of his friends. And now yeah. he's on a rampage to get his daughter back from maybe the army. A little unclear. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's very dismissive of her rap plan, as is everyone. Mm-hmm. He's like, you you probably suck at rapping. If, and she's like, I don't want to. I get nervous in front of people. And it's <laughs> like, well, if you don't want to do it in front of people, you're probably bad at it. And then she uh-huh. out-raps him. He's like, just throw up a throw up a word and I'll rap it. May I have a suggestion, please? <laughs> what would fit inside this box? <laughs> and he says, anti-disestablishmentarianism. Oh, you, yeah. you clever turnip. <laughs> yeah, Daniel. You foiled me. <laughs> Daniel, when you were a, a teen, I assume you had kind of a similar experience, but with improv. Where... Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, please, Jacob, I didn't start doing improv until my late 20s. <laughs> like, 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 like any normal white dude. <laughs> yeah. Also, like, oh, you don't think I can make money doing this, can you? Well, get ready for this. May I have a word? I also think that this is where the movie lost me because there is no way in a million years that she would help him at this point. Uh, yeah. She's like, oh, you want to get your daughter back? Now I'm on your side and that's cool. Let's go do it. And it's like, he was just threatening to murder you and your mom like, an hour ago? minutes ago yeah. yeah recently and he was gonna do it it's justified stockholm syndrome because he is the good guy but she is stockholm syndroming like <laughs> yeah. no you don't understand him he has good reasons for kidnapping me uh, later they try and justify it by being like oh yeah she's got daddy issues which seems kind of weird yeah. and messed up to be an explanation we did uh, have one scene I, that i skipped where in the last fight after he shot he like hallucinates that she is his daughter. Mm. Mm-hmm. So we have that whole awkwardness. So we've we, she's oh. seen him disassociate. Uh, also yeah. in this, uh, something we didn't mention is he's been having flashbacks of a car crash he was in. And it's implied that that's the last time he saw his daughter. Yeah. We, uh, it all gets explained later and is 
much less interesting than it might sound. Yeah. yeah. A lot less to it. <laughs> Car crashes seem like the uh, least relevant or the the least eventful thing that happened to him that day but whatever <laughs> it seems interesting that i guess for i mean it's it's this is all budget reasons for the movie of like what about a future where people have powers and they take drugs for powers uh what's the big traumatic event they hit him with his car <laughs> couldn't have like a super strong guy or a fast guy or something do anything yeah also, he has a bunch of trauma involving superpowers in his life. But he's like, that fucking Subaru flipping, that was it. Well, so did anyone it. have powers before his daughter got taken? Yeah, because he was experimented on. I missed which gave all him of this. Powers. Okay. I thought it was and she that- just woke up one day and had superpowers, so they kidnapped her to make more superpowers. It, well, so he took the. He got experimented on. In Army. Oh, the, oh. In yeah, army. he got experimented on in army and they're like, great, he murdered all his friends. That that sucks. But then he quit the army and had a baby. And all of a sudden, the baby has superpowers even without taking pills. Mm-hmm. And so the army's like, ooh, what's this? We could have permanent super soldiers? Me want more info. So they flipped his Subaru and took his daughter. Yeah. So the so pills there's... existed before his daughter got taken. <laughs> yeah, wait a well, minute. There's the some plot holes are... here. <laughs> The pills are the modern compact version of the treatment that he received. Okay. He says, we got shot with a bunch of radiation and it gave us powers. Mm-hmm. Like him and his soldier platoon. Okay. He was a Captain yeah. America, a failed Captain America. He is, um, yeah. what's his face from the Hulk movie with Edward Norton? <laughs> He's Tim Roth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Got it. Okay. Oh. There we go. Now, okay. Uh, twist. Twist ruin. Speaking of tim roth from the hulk we'll we'll get into an abomination in a little bit here because at this point <laughs> sure will at this point we head to uh the drug auction where the most powerful woman in south america casey neistat and his date uh who's a douchebag on a motorcycle uh and mm-hmm. other random criminals are brought to a fancy bar and asked to sit and watch a demonstration uh i liked jamie fox's way of sneaking into this <laughs> fancy event i thought that was great uh he pretends to be an obnoxious like guy hanging out on the street and buys an open beer off a homeless guy for 5 bucks and then wanders into where the uh the bouncer to the rich people auction. Also, you probably need more than one bouncer. But anyway, yeah. so he's in the back of a bank in some secret room. And he's like, hey, man, can I get in? And he's like, uh, you're not on the list. And then he drops his beer and then uppercuts him. <laughs> and then pretend he pretends to be the bouncer from that point on. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's cool. He only it gets cool. he only gets almost caught once. And he solves that situation by impaling that man on an ice sculpture. <laughs> Yeah. Also, he figured out where this place was. How do, how do you know where to go? It was in the blue screens in the back of that truck. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. And he's like, we got to follow Casey Neistat because he looks like an asshole and has a gun. Why does he? What's he doing here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's probably here for the rich people evil auction. Did we watch Cradle to the Grave for this podcast or have I just seen it so many times I can't tell? I think the latter. We okay, watched so a Jet Li movie once. <laughs> oh, no, we did watch it. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah, have that big, like, oh, we're going to sell the black diamond on the, yeah. to all the various ethnic stereotypes of rich people. 
And it's just that scene again. There's a lot of rich people evil auctions, and this is one of them. Even though it's not an auction, it's a sales presentation. Yeah, and it's in 2020, so we don't get the guy dressed like a sheik anymore. But otherwise, it's true. an identical scene. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> yeah, but I know uh, that they thought about it. In this scene, we also get introduced to what happens at all of these, which is the beautiful woman gets put in some sort of case. And everyone's like, oh, yeah. don't worry, you'll be okay. But all of us at home are like, oh, she's dead. Because yeah. she's getting put in a case. Yeah, she's like, they're like, here's a glass of champagne and a pill. Why don't you take it in the, the like the superpower containment case that we built for you? Uh, instead of just like picking one of the goons who takes these drugs all the time, and they know exactly yeah, what it this does. This is my issue. <laughs> Give it to the right. guy who's bulletproof and then shoot him. Because that to me is what like someone's like, oh, my army could take be bulletproof. But instead, yeah. you take a random woman who's never taken this before and with a, what, one in 20 chance she's just going to explode. Yeah. And we're like, take yeah. this pill, have fun. It's uh, funny to well, me that like, I, I I think this is based on a comic book, and it's like they made a movie out of the comic book by going, well, we'll just take one like one scene from each comic book, because oh. <laughs> all of the plot points are so convoluted and don't make any sense, and for really no reason, which would probably be yeah. fine if you were reading a comic book and it'd be like a plot twist every few pages. But in this, it's like... Oh, so this drug gives you superpowers for a limited amount of time. Well, okay, is that like why you know why is it criminal? Oh, okay, well they're experimenting on people. That's why it's like kind of underground right now. Oh, well, if they're experimenting on people, then why are people gonna buy it? Oh, well they really want these people to buy it because it's for investment to try it out later. Okay, but why would the rich people want to use it? Well, they have this special device that makes it so you don't blow up when you're in it. Well, why do they have this special device? Well, the CIA built this device when they were experimenting <laughs> on soldiers. And it's just like, wouldn't it have been an easier from a like standpoint of just like, oh, uh, this drug's being made by a cartel. And that's why. And it's also dangerous. And then you don't have to yeah. do any of this stuff. You don't also I think you can introduce the federal government being behind it all in sure. the sequel, not in the original movie. Well, yeah, be like there's bad guys selling the drug. Also, I just remembered that. Uh, let's see at this uh, last year's Seattle Festival of Improv. I did a show with some pals. Our set really wasn't that good, <laughs> but it was the plot of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it was uh, a bunch of criminals selling drugs that turn people into super soldiers. <laughs> there you go. In our bad improv scene, at least the drugs also made them do what you wanted them to do rather than just causing trouble on the streets. You could simplify this with, hey, in the 80s, I was a soldier where the gov federal government was experimenting on giving people superpowers. And after I quit the army, my daughter was, you know, has powers. And she was kidnapped by a drug cartel who was in the same country the experiments happened. And then you don't have to do anything. There's no more explanation needed about the government or corporations or any. You cut out a half an hour of the movie right there. Yeah. Because, what is it? Federal government to defense contractor to drug cartel to local drug dealers. For experimenting. To another layer of local drug dealers. Down to the, yeah, there's like yeah. a whole pyramid and the movie is not big enough to handle all that. And there's investors needed for some reason. 
Yeah, they're selling the drug to other countries and not as even a, hey, do you want super soldiers? It's a, hey, do you want to destabilize civilization? Do you want to, like, just cause, like, a bunch of, like, shit to happen? Then here you go. How fun. You might get a guy who has the equivalent of knives <laughs> for <Yeah>. five minutes. <laughs> also, you could accomplish the same goal by just, like, parachuting a bunch of guns all over the country <laughs> yeah yeah uh cheaper so yeah this lady in this case ends up having the opposite of newt she's not all fire she's all ice uh Ooh. and the main villain says oh we got a rare treat an ice lady let's warm up this <laughs> just like frozen oh. <laughs> let's warm she's got a uh, penguin dna <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> let's warm up this uh container for her so she's comfortable so he changes the lighting so it's sexy red light mm-hmm. and uh then she can do fun breath drawings on the tank yeah because she breathes and it's cold and they do say just like frozen i thought they that was do funny say that just they like just frozen. call that out <laughs> yeah uh, Not just like x-men all the while jamie fox is trying to get into a position where he can uh confront our mustachioed man he impales someone on an ice sculpture which is also feeding into a uh a a, a cold luge for a alcohol okay mm-hmm. all right i want to dig into this yeah all right <clears throat> so it's an ice sculpture of a dragon mm-hmm. and uh Jamie Foxx uh, goes up to some bouncer and is like, hey, I think there's a pr- I think someone's in here that shouldn't be here. And he's like, what are you talking about? And then Jamie Foxx stabs his head on an ice like spike of the dragon. Yeah. So it goes in his chin and he dies. OK, now we see a bunch of blood come out of his head and into the base of the dragon. And then we see blood go through the ice dragon, like snaking down its body. <laughs> And then at the front, someone is like, I would like some alcohol out of this dragon and opens up a little spigot and blood comes out of it. How the fuck? Is there a pump in this thing? (laughs) (laughs) Is there just a reservoir of booze underneath the dragon and anything that you dump in it gets pumped through the dragon to keep it cold? Well, I assume this is one of your whatever drink comes out of that dragon, please. (laughs) Yeah, I assume this is like one of those. And I don't know how this works, but I've seen movies about college and inevitably in one of these someone takes a big old chunk of ice and they put it on a slope and they pour vodka mm-hmm. in it and then someone yeah. just drinks it i assume it's a fancy version of that somehow so maybe mm. maybe air pressure is what forces the alcohol through it i mean I, you could have a pump but also the blood wouldn't advance through the dragon unless someone was drinking from the other end or there was a recirculating feature in the dragon to keep everything moving all the time i guess my question is if they hadn't impaled that guy when you go to get a drink would a bunch of vodka come out so is this blood and vodka I, it's blood I, and yeah. something maybe it's like cosmos also, mm. hey, you know all those parties, or not parties, you know all those soirees with, like, evil <laughs> trillionaires and shit? Daniel, where... a soiree is a type of party. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you mean a hootenanny? Uh, yeah, you know the hootenannies uh, where it's the... The billionaire's uh, hootenanny? <laughs> you know the, the old college throwdown where it's, like, trillionaires that are evil, and they're like, yeah, go help yourself to a drink over there. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we don't have the money for waitstaff. I should yeah. also say, uh, uh, 
God. I, so there, there was a podcast a million years ago where they referred to Joseph Gordon-Levitt as regular Joe because that's what he said <laughs> on his YouTube video with Zoe Deschanel. Oh. Uh, and I can't, I almost called him regular Joe, but regular Joe shows up and, uh, he's there at the party. This is where his secret cell phone stealing plan has come to fruition. He sees Robin and Robin's like, ah, everybody's in there. And Joe goes, regular Joe goes inside. But yeah. only after. And also he's like, you shouldn't listen to Jamie Foxx. Like he kidnapped you and is like lying and shit, which is like half true. <laughs> yeah, listen to me, the drug doing cop. And she's yeah. like, nah, he's good. He's just trying to find his daughter. Listen to me, the person who is probably the best part of the movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I trust this guy implicitly, even though he threatened to kill me and has really done nothing to prove any of the things he said are true. Uh, so then uh, Jamie Foxx gets caught gets found out everyone does one of these mexican standoffs guns mm-hmm. are drawn uh the woman from south america who wants to destabilize her government is like i'm not going to give you money i'm just taking these pills and so now her guns are drawn and the goons guns are drawn and jamie fox is there with a gun to our mustachioed man's head and he's mm-hmm. just trying to de-escalate the situation but one of his guys who has never, ever taken a pill before, decides now is his chance, and he pops one of these powers and immediately explodes, causing uh, everyone's guns to start going off, but, like, no one dying. Uh, Here's the other thing that I thought was really funny, is it's like, hey, we've built this new designer drug, and we're going to have an expo to, like millionaires and cartel people about like what the you know why you want to get in buy this drug from us uh but all the people who are invited all these like rich top drug dealers and cartel people and foreign dignitaries are strapped and ready to mow down everyone else at a moment's notice even when a single guy breaks in with a gun they're like yeah i'm just gonna shoot everyone else in the room too there's a yeah. single bad guy, but I'm just going to waste the guy who invited us to. Yeah. One stranger to both parties shows up with a guns or with guns. And then everyone is like, we got to kill everyone that isn't us. Now. It's not obvious who the intruder is. Uh, and I'm like, shouldn't there have been millions of dollars that they're like all trying to grab or something like there's nothing yeah. there. If you shot everyone, you just leave i guess yeah uh, i also like that the cartel lady is like i'm taking these pills but it's like presumably like you didn't want like a single suitcase full of pills you wanted like a container ship full of them right well, like got a suitcase full of pills <laughs> or like a yeah. subscription service where you get a new shipment every month or something yeah uh but she just takes the and she, but also i just want to say right now she leaves with the pills and is never yeah. mentioned again mission accomplished is never mentioned again. I thought she might be the villain of the piece at the end. No. Yeah, just gone. She's introduced, gets pills, leaves unscathed. She's introduced as someone the main villain of this movie is trying to, like, get on their side. <laughs> Nothing comes of that at all. Nothing. Uh, we should also say that the presentation, b- before the old standoff, all that happens, there is a big info dump presentation <laughs> that it was like, a- animals have superpowers, and using the pills, you can have them too. And also, it is the guy on a boat 
mustache boatman mm-hmm. is giving the presentation. He's a, he's a, a wonderful showman. Yeah. Uh, but this is where they go through the checklist of every superpower that you will see in the entire rest of the movie, <laughs> uh, which which is dumb. Yeah, it sucks. Uh during the standoff, and this is just becomes the worst part. During the standoff, the Microsoft Surface that is connected to the tank gets dropped, and so immediately loses connection with the tank. The heating element turns off once that happens, and then we watch the lady slowly freeze to death. Somehow, yeah, like yeah. you know, the guy who's on fire is fine most of the time when he's on fire, but the frozen lady slowly freezes to death. But we also now end up watching the rest of the fight sequence. Yeah, through her point of view as she's dying in the tank, but like all muffled by frost. Yeah, so we can't see anything that's actually happening. Yeah. And you're seeing, like, the re- reflection of the inside of the tank on, like, you, that is on the, the the tank, the reflection, and then you see, from time to time, Jamie Foxx will pop out into a clear spot, not obscured by frost, and shotgun someone. Now, I want to describe to you how I watched this, which was at, like, 1 p.m. on a sunny day. And so I'm looking at my TV, <laughs> it has the reflection of the room that I'm in, which is showing... The tank, which has the reflection of the room that it's in, and then behind all those two layers of shit, I can occasionally kind of see Jamie Foxx karateing people. It's very cheap that way. Yeah, (laughs) it's just real frustrating. So it all ends and everyone is dead or has fled the room except for Mustachioed Man and Jamie Foxx. And then I think we finally get Joseph Gordon-Levitt burst into the scene, and he's like, freeze, Frank. No, I'm Frank. Whatever your name is, Major. The Major. Freeze. I'm taking you in. And at this point, Mustachioed Man manages to take his pill. And he turns into a really ugly, poorly animated, incredible Hulk. That's right. Hey, he looks like a Resident Evil mini boss and dies like one too. He looks like uh, Mr. Hyde from the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen movie. Yeah. He just says stars over and over again and chases yeah. them. I mean, he looks like a big blobby guy that they lure him next to a big propane tank and shoot it and he blows up. That's Resident Evil, baby. <laughs> well, they have to do it three times in, in a Resident yeah, Evil game. Right. It's actually they have to do it three times and then Ada Wong throws them a rocket launcher. Yeah, you gotta kill that B.O.W. <laughs> so do you think he was a hippo? What do you think that blobby guy was? Like a blowfish? Was he the limb regrowing thing? Because they shoot part of his hand off, and I don't know if his hand regrows. Uh, but he does, I mean, it's growing. He is regrowing himself bigger than he was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Stupid. They They immediately run away from him and blow him up. Uh, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt says, Major, you're coming with me. You're under arrest. And Robin's like, guys, team up. What are you doing? And Joseph Gordon-Levitt says, he's a criminal. And Jamie Foxx has apparently just given up for some reason at this point. I don't know why. (laughs) He's like, fuck it, I'm tired. He says, fuck it, I'm tired for about five minutes of this movie. Uh, they load, uh, him into a police cruiser and they're going to arrest him when Robin decides she's going to follow one of the main villain's vans. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
but en route to the police station, Jamie Foxx has a change of heart and says, I'm just looking for my daughter, so let me go. And Joseph Gordon-Levitt's like, why would I do that? And he says, because any minute now, your captain is going to send you a text saying, bring this guy to a deserted location instead of the instead of the main precinct. And, you know, you're going to have to go there, and they're going to kill us both because the police are involved in the whole thing. Obviously. He stops at a train crossing, and there's a big spooky van on the other side, and he's like, once this train goes, that big spooky van's going to kill us. And he's right. Yeah. Well, he explains the whole conspiracy, basically. And rolls a natural 20 on his persuasion role because Joseph Gordon-Levitt is like, not only uh, am I going to uh, basically buy into your plan, or I guess you and I are best friends now and we're going to kill everyone. <laughs> you convinced me so good. Yeah. Here's the other thing I like about this is he's like, listen, Frank. This everybody's in on this conspiracy. Uh, just so you know, you know. You think you're taking me back to the precinct, but actually, you know, the, the bad guys are going to take us because everybody's in on it. And therefore, <laughs> oh. Oh. I got it, though. Mike was peeling the plastic off his webcam. I got it. I've never it been inside something having the plastic pe- peeled off it before. Ah, oh, so clean now. So shiny. <laughs> oh, OK. I see his laptop. Oh, there he is. All right. Let me there let me try is. and restate this. <laughs> Listen, Frank, you think you're taking me back to the police precinct, but actually there's a conspiracy. Everybody's in on it and the captain and that van. So therefore, instead of doing what you think you're doing, which is take me back to the precinct where, in fact, we'll both be killed. You get out of this van right now and I will also be taken back to the precinct and then taken by the bad guys. Exactly what would have happened anyways. But you just get out of the car now. Yeah. Well, he's like, if. If I get captured, then that'll bring me closer to my daughter, and that that's fine by me. Yeah, uh, he doesn't really need to explain anything to Frank, aside from just, like, go stand over there for ten minutes. Yeah, I think Frank <laughs> getting out of the car just means that no one's gonna shoot him, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I also like that it's, like, obvious it's the super special spec ops team that's come to get him, and Joseph... Gordon Levitt gets out of a car and gets like a 30 second on foot head start from them. And they're like, oh, I don't know where he went. F it. It seems like if the bad guys were going to kidnap the major, he kind of didn't need to do any of this movie up to this point. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't need to find yeah. anyone because he never does. He just goes and stands and they grab him and take him to the final boss. Yeah, but he needs to recruit two pals. <laughs> <laughs> to open do- open doors in the door puzzle at the end of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. And so now Some we get we that. get to our final act. Whew. The major has been taken to the boat where we think his daughter's being held. Robin has trailed them on a motorcycle there, and Joseph Gordon Levitt uses telepathy to mind read where they are and gets there somehow. Maybe this is where the phone he duct tape on the back comes in. All three of them independently get to the final level without mm-hmm. any coordination, even though they all could have coordinated. There's really no reason to have yeah. three different explanations for how they all get there. Uh, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt has his pills and he's going to sneak in and I mean, not sneak in. He's going to walk through the front door and uh, 
disrupt them enough so the Major can break his bonds, find his daughter, and get out. And Robin is there, and they're worried that she's going to be a, you know, she's a child and shouldn't be. So he's like, you be the lit, you be, you put this earpiece in and tell me when people are coming and going. And that plan immediately fails. Uh, (laughs) I like that she just runs in after him, just safely doesn't have to do anything. (laughs) Yeah, he comes up to the security guard and says, I'm the ship master. I'm the, what, what's it called? The wharf master. Harbor master. Harbor master. Second in command or whatever. Yeah, he rolls you his persuasion to, check. I'm with the port authority. You have to yeah. bribe us in order to let this boat leave. And they say, how about we just shoot you instead? But he's already taken his pill. So they shoot him. He has to do a, he has to do a dirty Harry. You're skipping the dirty Harry. <sighs> no, yeah, there's yeah, a whole point. I hated, I hated yeah. that whole thing. <laughs> They're mm-hmm. like, uh, uh, yeah, it's so not in character of this movie, of the rest of this movie, but Robin's like, do a Clint Eastwood impression. He's like, I don't want to do his little earpiece. He's like, do it anyways. And he's like, all right, do you feel lucky, punk? Uh, you better pay me. He changes it to suit the situation. Yeah, yeah it's really and bad. And then it the sucks. harbor master, or the security guard's like, I'll go check. And then turns around and shoots him, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, but he's taken his Robin bulletproof. Robin is horrified. Yeah. Yeah, he's taking his bulletproof pills. So while Robin's not looking, he gets up and murders them all because they're all also not looking. And he manages to get on the boat, and she, thinking that he's dead, just runs into uh, like into the main level, not being in a multicolored hoodie, not being seen by anybody. Yeah, uh, yeah we could have tried uh, a little harder. At this point, the major is confronting our American woman in a business suit who he just calls doctor the whole time, but who I thought was going to be like a senator or like some sort of Oliver North type figure or... She gives a big speech about Henrietta Lacks. Yeah. Yeah, that (laughs) doesn't make a lot of sense. That's the lady who's like... she. Her cerv- cervical cells are what reproduce without decaying or something, so they clone those to do a bunch of science experiments. And the lady's like, "We took her or back in the day in the fifties. We took her cells and then never compensated her for it. And that that's great. That's <laughs> science. Science is. <laughs> that's what we like to see. And uh, uh, but this is like so. The main villain of the piece is like what appears to be." I guess uh, uh, I I don't know I don't know what is her role is she the head scientist behind the power maybe she maybe she's the captain of the big boat they live on <laughs> she's the big no because she tells the captain <laughs> yeah I want to be he's like how soon can we leave boat captain he's like fifteen minutes ma'am she's like ten you have ten but uh, like it was also like. Worth. They kind of hired an actress who could be like maybe like an AOC type figure. So I thought for sure yeah. when I first saw her that this was going to be like these libtards out there giving all the power to Nola. Ugh, all these libtards. And then it's just like, I guess she's just a, an extra from the Big Bang Theory or something. <laughs> kind of I, like I think that she is like the director of research and development of Raytheon, basically. But she's like 28. You know, she- she, yeah, well, she, you know, she's uh, uh, a real go-getter. Yeah. Uh, she's a girl boss. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but she, uh, yeah, so she uh, is the defense contractor that makes this drug and needs to sell it so that they can make money because the federal government wants them to do it. I don't know 
where the destabilizing countries like starts benefiting anyone no other than maybe you want a bunch of clinical trials so that you can use it to make super soldiers i don't know but whatever if you work with us you'll become the most powerful girl boss in all of south america (laughs) (laughs) i just was very confused as to what this character was supposed to be and anyway she brings she says isolate the major below decks uh take all of the genetic material you can from him and then we'll just burn the rest or whatever yeah kill this guy after experiments yeah do experiments and then get rid of him and then robin and frank end up on the ship and they find their way to a room with a bunch of switches that have numbers underneath them Frank can't figure out what the hell they do, but Robin's like, oh, this guy said open door 26. So I press open (laughs) below number 26. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not a master boatsman, but I didn't realize (laughs) there were tankers full of door locked doors. (laughs) Like it's a prison with airlocks. Maybe maybe that's how they doors. make sure, like, if you hit an iceberg now, that, like, you can't get too sunk, right? I guess Yeah, that, like that on the work, Titanic. Except you probably wouldn't want to have that be a manual guy who has to flip all those switches real quick in the event of a crash. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's also a little strange because it's like, well, Robin's really smart, so she can figure it out. But, like, the rest of the movie, it's like, well, she's not, con- she's not like, good at math and stuff. And I kind of assume... Uh, uh, the door puzzle on the <laughs> boat is more like math than it is like rapping. Yeah. So yeah. it is a little weird that that is her superpower to be able to do that. They couldn't have had her mom be like a longshoreman earlier. <laughs> no. <laughs> she, yeah. <laughs> uh, so Joseph Gordon-Levitt says, I'll go find Frank. You use the cameras and maps to tell me where he is and open the doors for me. But before you do that, make sure you set off the alarm so everyone knows we're here. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess because it locked all the doors also. I mean, I'm not like, uh, I'm not a master boatsman. Again, I guess I've got to stress this. I can't stress this. Enough. Listen, I'm not a doctor. But <laughs> If I were in this situation that Robin's in, I would probably open all the doors except the most external one so that my friends could freely move about the inside of this ship yeah but there's a stretchy man wandering around (laughs) we'll close that one door uh so now the alarm's going off everyone's looking for joseph gordon levitt and everyone's Mm -hmm. popping pills left and right a big bearded fella that's been like in the background the entire movie uh he was in the flashback stealing is that biggie uh, or is the other guy biggie i think the guy with the beard is biggie but he's the one that pulled Jamie Foxx's daughter out of the flip Subaru in the flashback. Yeah. He's right? who Jamie Foxx yes. is looking he's... for specifically. He yeah. pops a pill and it makes him like very strong, like punch down these doors strong. <laughs> as there's strong a, as a horse or whatever. There's another soldier who's like tracking uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt who pops the pill and it makes his bones turn to rubber bands but still have the support to hold his body up. It turns uh, him into probably a skill that that actual actor has. Yeah. 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 And it was the cool. Cheap special effect. It was probably the coolest. Yeah. That might've been the coolest power of the movie other than chameleon man. 
No. Wrong. Uh, <laughs> I the, thought it was dumb. What's the coolest power? I don't know. I liked it when he I was know, using Machine Gun Kelly. When he was when he was using no. his rope arm to like strangle him. I thought that was neat. I mean, the most OP is Jamie Foxx's. Oh yeah, but that was dumb. Yeah. That was dumb. I hated it. It's really dumb. It was not what I expected either. Uh, this I is mean, also probably this is also probably where he is telling us what his superpower is by, uh, kind of you know what's what's the word trash talking the guard being like yeah I got this pill in my mouth and you don't want me to take it because. Some people think the Tyrannosaurus is, or the, the lion is the most powerful animal, but it's not. It's the pistol Wrong, shrimp. bitch. <laughs> it's a shrimp. <laughs> I don't know what the pistol shrimp does. Does it actually kill people? It shoots a water jet out of its claw. It's got like a little pop socket thing, and it pops it in. It shoots, it shoots water out to stun its prey, and it causes... So okay, I think it moves the water violently enough that some of the water vapor or the water turns to vapor, right? Which then collapses. That's cavitation, baby. Uh, and everyone's like, it's hotter than the surface of the sun, but it's like a little tiny bubble. Yeah, so it's a little I yeah. Could do pistol shrimp actually kill people? Because he makes it sound like you got to be careful if you run into a pistol shrimp. I think they hurt people. I don't think they kill people. Okay. Okay. Well, you. Listeners, Google this. Listeners, Google it. I'm not opening another tab right now. <laughs> no, I would be afraid about what my computer would do. Uh, I think that the stretchy guy would probably be a good fight for Robin. The stretchy guy versus the guy who is bulletproof and super strong. I was like, you can't just pick this guy up and throw him. You just can't smash him into a paste. <laughs> yeah, I, I, for me, it's that like if you know some sort of martial art and also your bones can bend any direction, that seems like a thing, right? Anyone who has a power less effective than just a gun, I'm like, psh. that's fair. <laughs> Bone yeah. arms, psh, stretchy arms, psh, just have a gun. Uh, and also, he's like suffocating the guy that has super hard skin. Like yeah. you can. Like you resist bullets, but not getting choked, being pushed on pretty hard. Yeah. Uh, Either way, at this point, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's radio stops working. So Robin Mm -hmm. is just yelling at him through the speakers. This is actually kind of funny because Joseph Gordon or Jamie Foxx is like, that's a crack team coming to take this down. And you hear her say, like, I don't know, try hitting him in the nuts or something, (laughs) which I thought was the best joke of the movie. That was pretty funny. Uh, uh, Robin is flipping random screens. She turns on the turned off television and it's just Jamie Foxx's daughter. And he's, he's like, like oh, oh, I found her. So, so she goes to get her. At this point, the rhino guy has found her room. So she goes through an escape hatch and he mm-hmm. immediately says, ah, she used the escape hatch. She could be anywhere because it's yes. apparently it's a door that just changes locations every time you go through it i don't know yeah. we've got all these doors that open and shut sealing the various parts of the ship but also an escape hatch that goes anywhere on the ship yeah you could just crawl through oh she also smashed the door opening console yeah so all of the doors in. are now either open or closed whatever they were at the moment she smashed <laughs> or it. some combination which could not be changed yeah i don't know it seems to me like you would not want to seal people in certain locations in a vehicle that can sink into the ocean yeah especially because some me. of the areas it's like two doors within a foot of each other but also yeah. it doesn't seem to matter because 
Mm-mm. Joseph Gordon-Levitt finds Jamie Foxx. They manage to kill the guard that's there. Jamie has not taken his pill yet. He's saving it for a special occasion. They immediately leave and run into a locked door. And Joseph Gordon-Levitt says, it's okay. We just need to get above decks. So the <laughs> locked door the doesn't matter because just every room has a ladder that takes you above decks anyway. I guess. We, got a, we get a very weird scene. I cannot remember Jamie Foxx's character's daughter's name. Tracy. 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 Where she I can't remember his finds, name. <laughs> she finds Tracy in her lab room where she's being yeah, experimented her, like, on. Cell Aerith's room, bedroom. Which is not locked in any way. And it's really creepy as Tracy's like facing away from her in a darkened room. And I'm like, oh, is she going to be crazy or like... Well, and she has like laser eyes on her staples in her neck, and like yeah, it looks like she she's definitely been like surgeryed. Yeah, and all her eyes are special colors, and yeah, and it's zoomed like, in on her eyeballs, it's looking around like a horror movie. Yeah, and then Robin I thought she was gonna be like lobotomized or something. Me too. I thought it was gonna be someone's superpowers looking like other people. And it was going to be a bad guy that they rescued. A real mystery. It's nothing. Robin's just like, hey, I'm here with your dad. And she's like, great. Let's go. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, hell yeah. Oh, then my daddy. Yay. Let's walk out of here because all the doors are unlocked and we can just walk out of here. And then they do. And then, oh, she walks by a a potted plant and (laughs) has to catch her breath. And you see the potted plant get get extra big and full of life. Yeah. She got Uh, life power. Our four heroes now reconvene on the deck of the ship, but are immediate and uh well, and ah, but there's here. but there's another guy who takes a pill and immediately his bones break out of his skin and turn into knives on his knees and forearms. Yeah. But he also has the innate ability of doing like sweet flips on storage containers. Yeah. Yeah. got parkour well at this point we now have all four members of our team mm-hmm. we've got the dps we've got the tank we've got a healer right. and we have the rogue uh who's good at backstabbing people with big swingy ball things yeah uh, so they are ready to take on the world <laughs> big swingy ball yeah things. she does that later like, that's on. how they take out the knife guy is she backstabs bone. oh yeah bones guy yeah got it uh and they immediately separate because bones guy is too good a fighter somehow go on without me i'll fight him for five yeah. minutes i'll you go on and fight <laughs> you know joseph gordon levitt has taken out basically everyone we've run across so far but this guy i'll do solo you're fine this time it's personal the guy i've never met before so joseph gordon is he constantly popping pills or is is this all a five this is all within maybe 15 minutes maybe he had three pills and he's timing it, it but at this it point it has to be 15 point minutes because the boat's left yeah, the boat's left. Yeah. And at, and at this point, the five-minute timer has gone out the window. Everyone has, we just see <laughs> them take a pill once, and they have the power mm-hmm. until they get killed. Yeah. And that's it. What if they just made it half an hour? Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't make change <laughs> a single thing in this movie. No. Not a single yeah. thing would change. No, I mean, you, there's no reason to have the five-minute timer. Uh. Yeah. Also, five-minute weird... Like, it's weird that a biological mutation would uh, abide by a human time scale. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's the chip doing its magic. Yeah, or, uh-huh. it, like, it's not just, you know, this person's metabolism is higher, so it's 4 minutes 30 seconds. This person, their metabolism yeah. is slower, so it's 6 minutes. 
you know, nothing nope. like that. Uh, so Jamie, or sorry, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Tracy end up in like the lifeboat. Robin uh, undoes uh, one of those sand sacks that's behind stage at a movie theater, uh, like a theater. Yep. The kind you always see on the top of tanker ships. Yeah, what some sort of some sort of heavy ball that's on a on a <laughs> just swings pulley. wildly on the deck of this ship. Uh, I don't know what it is. <laughs> well, yeah, what if what if you need to demolition a small building on the top of a ship? <laughs> what are you going to swing into? <laughs> she undoes it and lets it go and alerts Jamie Fox so he can push the guy in the way. He gets hit, and in the confusion, Jamie Fox manages to like bring the guy's knee up to his neck so he gets stabbed with his own bone sword oh uh Sick. hoisted it as on his <laughs> yeah hoisted, hoisted on his, on own, his own, own bone tard. Tard. <laughs> his own bone tard. exactly Daniel. good uh, episode title <laughs> i think that one might get pulled for my <laughs> probably <laughs> hoisted on his own bone tard i don't know maybe yeah. yeah so instead it'll be black lives matter shirt available on our store <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I don't remember what happens at this point. <laughs> Somehow, Robin gets well, Robin goes somewhere else. She doesn't go back to the boat this for some is, reason. This is the most bonkers third act we've seen in a while. This is like haunted house yeah. movie. Third and then, act. and then Tubal like, Kane is the there, is and Noah and <laughs> yeah. Tubal Kane are fighting on the boat. But then, meanwhile, <laughs> Robin goes somewhere. Where does she go? She just decides not to go back. <laughs> to doesn't she like she's on the deck she's yeah, on the deck where the fight is happening somehow she gets captured somehow she yeah. gets captured by the goons and jamie fox manages to make it back to the boat and they're like where's robin and our ceo science girl boss lady with all of her goons is like Come on out of there with our main subject and we'll not kill Robin. And Jamie Foxx says, I can't just let her die. I'm going to go out. And Tracy's daughter says, you know what will happen if you take that pill. You can't do it. And he says, tut, tut, loyalty above all. And uh, heads to the (laughs) deck. It's pill time, baby. And instead of just being shot as soon as he opens the door by all of the people with sniper rifles, <laughs> they let him walk all the way down to the deck so he's facing them with a pill in his mouth. And instead of just shooting him there before he eats his pill, they let him eat his pill and he turns into the proverbial pistol shrimp. And, yeah. and here's right. where I'm like, what did you guys think was going to ha- what his ability was going to be? Because it was totally different than what happened. I thought that well, when he was bluffing in the jail cell, I assumed, or I, I assumed he was actually bluffing and not just bragging. I assumed uh, he was going to blow his... up real big and like sink the yeah. boat. I was like, oh, well, he's established, you know, pistol shrimps. They can, the way he describes it, like move their claws so fast. They're super, super powerful. I was like, oh, they're going to have him become like the flash for five minutes. And they're going to do one oh. of those big, you know, everyone's moving in slow motion as he kills them all. That'd be oh, that would have cool. been that would have been awesome. <laughs> they could do that scene from yeah. X Men. Also, it'd be funny because they've been like he only gets it for five minutes, but for him, that gives him time to just do whatever. Yeah, what a fun yeah. ending that would be. No, he just blows up. <laughs> he's just a he bomb, just, human yeah. bomb. Yeah, he's just a human bomb, <gasps> but he can direct the explosion somehow. Yeah, yeah. 
All right. Uh, welcome to Daniel's Physics Corner. Yeah, tell me what he does, <laughs> <Please>. Daniel. <laughs> it's happening, people. So the pistol shrimp, like, its claim to fame is that it shoots water so hard it causes steam bubbles, which get real hot. And the way this happens in the movie when Jamie Foxx does it is that there is just an explosion of force around him and all the raindrops that are falling down because it's raining, they turn to vapor. Mm. Now this... Uh, it wouldn't work in air it wouldn't be the same thing it has different properties in water you can't vaporize air uh so that wouldn't work and also while this is happening he's like shooting out ropes of plasma or whatever from his hands (laughs) yeah he's shooting thick ropes people he's like he just turns full on into like azeroth from diablo or video game character or whatever Uh, so, uh, this had, uh, don't let this scene sully, uh, your perception of the pistol shrimp, which is a beautiful creature. <laughs> By the way, it, it can see, uh, in colors that we can't even conceive of. Wow. It can see a lot of colors. Yeah, they just, that's just, know. they're just saying that they can't actually, how are you going to prove that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he manages to vaporize every soldier, not mm-hmm. hit Robin, and allow the CEO lady to not be vaporized. Instead, we get to watch her get crushed to death by an antenna or something because (laughs) reasons. I don't know. Uh, Oh, no, but he's he's dead. Jamie Foxx died from his power explosion. Except he didn't at all. It didn't affect him at all from what we can tell. Oh, no, you're right. I forgot about this. He, He gets killed. It hurts him so bad that he's now dead. Except, of course... His daughter has the superpower of healing other people. And so she comes down and heals him. Everyone's okay. They get into the lifeboat thing. They float away. And we cut to the next day. The four of them are in a junkyard somewhere. And Jamie Foxx has fixed up a car. And he's like, me and my daughter, we're out of here. What are you doing, Frank? And Frank's like... Well, I guess I'm going to have an awkward conversation with my boss about corruption. But otherwise, (laughs) probably the same shit I've been doing. (laughs) Nothing's Uh, changed in my life. Robin, what about you? And Jamie Foxx says, go find my truck. Take the bag out of the back. You have a good life. And she finds his truck and finds a bag that has the can of soup that she was going to buy for her mom. Mm -hmm. And like... A big old stack of cash, probably all like, that money, probably like ten thousand dollars or something. I guess he stole from drug dealers. Like I guess he I don't know. Have he's, any money? He somehow has a big old wad of cash back there now. He's rich. Oh. You didn't know that. He's rich. he's rich, and he has it in cash in his car. And like wrapped cash, like it is like just come f- like pristinely like in stacks. It's like stacks and stacks of bills in like yeah. saran wrap from the store. From the also, bank store, say, from the money store. Tracy, if you can heal people's wounds, even from the brink of death, you don't take those staples out, lady. Yeah. <laughs> Tracy, heal thyself. Maybe she. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe she can only heal other people. Maybe. You know. Uh, also, though, like. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she likes the staples. It's a body mod. Yeah, fair. Maybe that's true. I don't fair. know. We don't really. I don't know why they're. Who knows? Who her. knows what Gen Z's doing with 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 the piercings mm-hmm. these days? Zanials. Yeah, all these Zoomers. They're out of control. I've been playing Valorant with them. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Kicking your ass. They say, down the they street. say uh, I played with a group of children that kept saying no cap. 
<laughs> what does that mean? That's a new slang. What does that mean? It means like I'm not kidding. No joking. Oh. What? Like I down. could I could e- eat an entire burrito in one sitting. No cap. <laughs> I could no cap eat a burrito in one sitting. I mean, I could no cap eat a burrito in one sitting. Yeah, there you go. Uh, uh, I assume that yeah. all these zoomers are who who are beating me handily at uh, Fall Guys every day. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. The end. Movie the end. over. Movie the end. over. Peter's oh, out. they make an illusion. Uh, do you think we're going to have... They basically say, do you think we're going to have a sequel? I don't know. <laughs> we'll uh, see. Do you think this is over? Depends on how much Joseph Gordon-Levitt asks to do a second one. They're totally going to do a uh, new cast of characters, What uh, a Death Race-style sequel, or it's like, well, we couldn't get Jason Statham, but yeah, whatever. We got a sequel. Straight to video, straight to Netflix, because everything is now anyways. But Netflix never does sequels. They have, like, one sequel no. they've ever made, which is the P.S. I Love You. They have a kissing booth, too, now. Yeah. Come on, Bright make... 2. Bright 2. Right. They make sequels to their rom-coms, but they don't make sequels to anything ah, else. And we have three Christmas princes, too. That's right. Oh, yeah. Well, I've only... that would be leaving money on the table. <laughs> That's true. We got to close up. And, you know, there's all those plot points they got to wrap up. All those questions unanswered. <laughs> well, hey, this movie was pretty dupe. cool and then boring and then sucked. Yeah, uh, that's right. I just don't want I'm tired of the gritty cop crime drama in general. Uh, like everyone was like training day was so good. Let's keep trying to remake it. And yeah. I'm especially tired of the let's do training day, but whatever superpower fantasy, whatever's hot, whatever fucking, I'm just tired of it, you know? Well, let me defend yeah. a movie that I like, Training Day, by saying that in the year of our Lord 2020, uh, I think Training Day kind of is okay because the cops are completely villainous and corrupt. Yeah. Uh, I have a really hard time signing on for Joseph Gordon-Levitt's, hey, he's a cool dude and a cop, but he does also pull his gun on teenagers and just does drugs on the job all the time. Yeah. Yeah. He's got good reasons. (laughs) But he's got a heart of gold. Yeah. Even in some way. It's like, no, that just doesn't work anymore. Hey, you know what I don't want to see in movies? Uh, Someone else playing video games through a fogged piece of glass. (laughs) Yeah. That is also fair. Yeah. I did like uh, uh, how basically every person in this standoff in this fog glass room had two bodyguards, one man and one woman, and we got to watch them all die. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> well, one of the ladies diversity. just got tased. Yeah, I, but I mean, she <laughs> like, had to die, right? She got tased for a long time in the neck. I don't know how tasers work. I don't. I don't know how tasers work. I will say, can you that, die from being tased? Probably. Feel probably. good question of the yeah, night. I think so. I think <laughs> people okay. get heart attacks and stuff. Um, I think that this movie, and I will say this even about Bright, would be a really fun, potentially really fun TV show. Not a great movie. You I think could have a Project Power TV show where it's like superhero cops, or I'd be like, that might be fun if you had Jamie Fox in it. That sounds great. Yeah. yeah, I personally would have loved it. So I, 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 I recommended it. I watched uh, half of it uh, at an Airbnb with Katrina's parents last week. 
and was like, this seemed bad enough to finish yeah, and do a podcast was. about. Uh, and I turned it on last night to finish it, and I was going to watch the whole thing again, and I did. I only fast-forwarded through a, a scene. Um, and I was like, as soon as I pushed the go button and opened the page and saw that it was an hour and 58 minutes, I was like, fuck, what decision did I make? <laughs> oh, yeah. Two whole hours? I was like, how much, mo- how much movie is left? 40 minutes? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it, it has a stronger opening than and a weak ending, which is the worst way. Although I will say, this movie's more memorable, similar to Bright, this movie's sort of memorable as opposed to the two or three post-apocalyptic Netflix movies that I can oh, barely yeah. pull details out of my brain from. The thing that bugs me about this is, like, they super stylize all the superpowers, but all the superpowers are just the most mundane, boring superpowers yeah. 101 sort of thing. Like, why did you do Why did you do this? You don't have, like, an exciting... You don't have a hook. No. Outside of, like, all the visual effects that you do for it. You can't be like, no, they they change how superpowers are viewed. It's just like, you got hot guy, you got strong guy, you got rubber man. I think they were trying to do the, like, superpowers but grotesque, right? They were trying to do the, like, it gives them power, but it also makes them kind of horrifying. Yeah. Uh, yeah but it only really worked with the fire guy. And I guess the ice yeah. lady, except the ice lady, like, just died. It wasn't like, you know the power had any sort of power for her. It just, she froze to death. I was very uninterested in Ice Lady's death. I was just like, this yeah. is, it bored me. He's a new it character. was not grotesque. It was stupid because I was like, I'm trying to look past her. I was like, I want to see what's going on back there. Get out of the way. Get out of the way. Yeah. Get out of the way. The only... Pushing your cat out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> the, the worst part is that uh, she freezes to the ground at some point and then tries to lift up and like her arm shatters. Yeah, a fingy comes off. Yeah. Oh, my uh, cat's going to go breath... here for a second, so I'm going to take Holly time out so I can feed her. Oh, oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, this is what it's going to sound like for the remainder <laughs> of this episode. <laughs> All right. Test number one, the Bechdel-Wallace test. Are there two named female characters who talk to each other about something other than a man? The answer to this is yes. Right at the beginning of the movie, Robin talks to her mom. About soup. Oh, yeah. Uh, but that's it. That's right. Do that's Tracy, the only do, time. Do Tracy and Robin talk about anything other than her dad? It's mostly her dad. I think it's right? all dad. I think it's just, yeah. I'm going to take you to your dad. Don't worry, your dad's here. Yeah. It's all dad. Dad this. Dad that. What is dad's this? All the way video down. games? Dad, dad, dad. What about mom? <laughs> it's, it's a daddy movie. Uh, the racial Bechdel test, which I think might be called the DuVernay test, but I've heard some, some con- conflicting answers about that. Do we have two named people of color in this movie? Yes. Who talk to each you better other? believe it. Oh, you better believe it. Yeah. About something other than a white character. Yeah. Jamie Foxx and Robin and Robin's mom and Tracy. Even the, the police captain. I'm pretty sure Joseph Jordan, jo- Joseph Jordan J- Jevitt is, <laughs> is the, is the only white person in the movie. Yeah. Other than some villains. Yeah. That's yeah. It's pretty yeah. much. Um, and then last but not least, are there any, uh, non straight characters in this movie? No. <laughs> never comes up. Never, never comes up. Yeah. Yeah. Like like so many movies. There's the tests. Should we here, let's do a pretend break. Okay. Ba 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 ba. That's how it goes. <laughs> We're back. back. 
All right. So I'm saying the third act, they all arrive at the boat. Do okay. you agree with that? Yeah. Okay. That's that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm assuming you're keeping the door puzzle. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. <laughs> so they arrive at the boat. I mean, let's keep the door puzzle. That's great. Uh, the- it's perfect. It's perfect. Get There's the nothing the wrong with it. There's nothing door wrong with it. Just the door puzzle. The movie is now called Project Doors. It is an interactive door puzzle <laughs> that you get to control the doors. It's like this is the Babadook, but for doors. Instead of saying which option no, do you want. No, not the Babadook. The other one. What was the other one? When you what take was the that? pill, it makes you a door for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but some doors are locked. Careful. Are you saying? Are you thinking of mm-hmm. Bandersnatch, Mike? Bandersnatch, thank yeah, you. That's yeah, what I was thinking yes. of. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, so they all get on the boat the same way. Door puzzle's fine. They get Jamie Foxx, right? And uh, girl boss is like, let's get this ship out to, out to sea. We need to get to international mm-hmm. waters so my crimes are more criminal or less <laughs> We can criminal. open up the casino behind one of the locked doors. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, so they start going out into the i guess the gulf of mexico because they're in new orleans and uh there she's chugging along she's like we gotta go we gotta go faster and they start going and they end up right alongside this uh passenger tourist ferry of people and just enjoying the open waters of new orleans ah. uh all the while all of the bone guys and the bendy arm guys are fighting their way through and they end up Boom. We're at the part where Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Tracy are in the, the, the lifeboat and gun to the head of Robin. And they say, come on out, Jamie Foxx, or we'll shoot her. So he comes out. They let him walk down to the front steps. There's tourists all around watching. What's he oh, going to no. do? How is he going to shrimp him? How, what's, he can't just pistol shrimp right here and now. But he can't just let Robin die. So he takes his mm-hmm. pill. But it's not pistol shrimp. It's storm powers. Mm. Oh. And suddenly what? the what wind starts kicking up and the <laughs> waves start going. And it's a full-blown hurricane in New Orleans. And they're saying, boss, girl boss is like, you can't keep doing this. You're going to destroy the town. And we cut to the tour guides of these boats and they say we've survived worse storms here in new orleans and then someone else says yeah you mess with one of us you mess with all of us (laughs) (laughs) and they start throwing rocks rocks here comes by you man (laughs) (laughs) and they knock them all down and the storm kills all of the all of the all of the, the 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 soldier guys but oh, those shoot, not the tourists. No, those New Orleans folks are tough as nails, and they survive the whole thing. And Jamie Fox uh, gets carried away as the Messiah that he is amongst all the uh, all the backs of all of these these uh, uh, these 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 hardworking normal folks of New Orleans to With his, his daughter. Sunglasses slightly broken. Yeah, <laughs> see his eyes underneath. <laughs> <laughs> to his daughter so she can heal him right there in front of all of them and he can be resurrected and then the next day uh they all wake up and uh he says i can't date mary jane because it would put her in too much danger <laughs> the end we, we cut to <laughs> we cut to a mansion at, after the credits where uh 
the butler is talking to a young man in a suit <laughs> and he's saying the uh, the bone spurs that killed your father <laughs> came from his own bones, not Jamie Foxx's. We call that the Hurricane Tortilla ending. Hurricane <laughs> <laughs> Tortilla. All right. Fine. Come on. Get in the Harry Potter shirt. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's right. A bag of chips falls off. <laughs> Look it up, folks. <laughs> Uh, that, that's what I like just guys being dudes <laughs> there we go we it. it's our podcast I like that yeah. ending alright well I think that'll do it for us here at Third Act Saviors uh, yeah. is there anything anyone wants to plug are we doing anything with our lives other than this at the moment <laughs> uh, I got an opening in a D&D game if you want to join <laughs> nah just kidding I don't, I don't know I don't know. Yeah. Mm, no, I guess around. wear masks. That's yeah. that seems like a classic yeah. one. Wear masks. Plug that one. Uh, socially distance. Only go out if you need to. Uh, if you listen to our podcasts and you don't believe that that's a good idea, you don't have to listen anymore. Just yeah. rate us five stars and move on. Yeah. <laughs> Please rate us five stars. Yeah, rate us five stars. Uh, subscribe to our podcast on whatever device you listen on. Uh, yeah. Write us and an you can email, email us. us. You can email us at gmail.com. Oh, uh, shout out to <laughs> Matt B, who gave us a like on SoundCloud. <laughs> oh, thanks, Matt B. Yeah. Aw, what a sweetheart. That's right. Uh, and we'll be back in two weeks' time with another podcast. Uh, thanks so much. And peace be with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> re- <laughs> All right. Okay, ready? ready? And. Keep it real, meowmies. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. All right, I'm going to press stop recording now. <laughs>